Hello, welcome to the Daily Show Podcast, your podcast source for movie and TV-related news. It's September 21st, 2018. I'm Shannon. And I'm Michael. What's out in movie theaters this weekend? The House with a Clock in Its Walls. A young orphan named Louis Barnevelt aids his magical uncle in locating a clock with the power to bring about the end of the world. Directed by Eli Roth, stars Jack Black, Kate Blanchett, Owen Vaccaro, Renee Elise Goldsbury, and Kyle MacLachlan. Based on a 1973 novel of the same name by John Belairs. I've seen the trailer for this so many times in front of the movies we taking the kids to. So it's at 60%. Yeah. I was kind of hoping for more from this because it looks like it has very high production quality and, you know. Yeah, it's too bad. It's still fresh. I mean, it, yeah, it's not terrible. No. I'm sure we'll, we'll still end up seeing it at some point. Also out, Fahrenheit 11.9. Michael Moore's Fahrenheit 11.9 is a provocative and comedic look at the times in which we live. The documentary explores two questions. How the U.S. progressed to the Trump presidency and how to get out of the era of the Trump administration. This one's at 81%. I guess it's solid. You know, if you like Michael Moore's documentaries, you'll probably like this. And if you don't, you probably won't. And also out this weekend, life itself. As a young New York couple goes from college romance to marriage and the birth of their first child, the unexpected twists of their journey create reverberations that echo over continents and through lifetimes. Written and directed by Dan Fogelman, stars Oscar Isaac, Olivia Wilde, Mandy Patinkin, Olivia Cook, Leia Costa, Annette Benning, and Antonio Banderas. This one looked kind of cheesy. Oh, 11%. Woo! Yeah, that's... That's bad. Pretty bad. This yeah. is not to be confused with the movie about Roger Ebert of the same name from only a few years ago either. Right. No, I think this is a fiction. Wow. Yeah, I mean, the trailer looked really corny. To be honest, I wasn't really looking forward to it, but um, I guess this is even we're worse not be than it. I expected. Also out in limited release, The Sisters Brothers. In 1850s Oregon, a gold prospector is chased by the infamous duo of assassins, The Sisters Brothers. This one's at 83%, so it might be, it's a comedy, right? Yeah. It might be pretty funny. John C. Riley and Joaquin Phoenix and Jake Gyllenhaal. Good cast. Is this actually based on real people? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Probably not. <laughs> Assassination Nation. After a malicious data hack exposes the secrets of the perpetually American town of Salem, chaos descends and four girls must fight to survive while coping with the hack themselves. This one is at 67%, which is actually higher than I expected. It didn't look great to me. Also out, Colette. Colette is pushed by her husband to write novels under his name. Upon their success, she fights to make her talents known, challenging gender norms. This one actually looked kind of interesting, and it's at 90%, so that's the highest reviewed one out this week. That's true, so go see Colette. Any news? According to Variety, Disney is in early development on a number of limited series for its upcoming streaming service, which will be centered on popular characters from the Marvel Cinematic Universe who have yet to appear in their own standalone movies. These characters are said to include Loki and the Scarlet Witch, 
amongst others. The actors who portrayed these heroes and villains in the MCU, such as Tom Hiddleston and Elizabeth Olsen, are expected to play them in the streaming shows as well. Each series is expected to include six to eight episodes. Marvel Studios will produce the shows unlike other Marvel shows, which are produced under Marvel TV Studios. And Kevin Feige is expected to take a hands-on role in their development. This sounds really good. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's... we're definitely going to have to subscribe to this. Oh, I don't, I don't think there is any chance of us not once it was announced that live action Star Wars was going to be on there. I mean, this is all just yeah, I guess bonus at this point. I just hope that it's not too expensive. I hope it's under 10 bucks. Bob Iger said because they're going to have less than Netflix, it should be priced appropriately. So oh, that's good. probably less HBO than Netflix, what, like but you never know. Minutes. I mean, who knows? Now that they're adding all these things, maybe they're not. They weren't originally in the plan. Maybe it's going to go up. We'll see. Well, I don't know. This still is a drop in the bucket compared to Netflix. Yeah, but these are, I think it said in the article that these shows are expected to have, like, a budget of a, a movie. So, like, a Marvel movie. So. Wow. Could, uh, oh my God, could get pretty expensive. So much. We're going to run out of time, too. Not mm. just money. I guess so. That's yeah. that's more to of a problem. Of this. According to the rap, Amelia Clark and Crazy Rich Asian star Henry Golding will star in Paul Feig's next film, Last Christmas, which is a holiday romance set in London with the screenplay written by Emma Thompson and Bryony Kimmings. Well, that yeah. sounds good. Apparently, Henry Golding is in the current movie that Paul Feig has out, Simple Favor. Yeah, a simple favor. That's cool. He's blowing up. I haven't seen him in anything yet. Seems we like will. I will. In other items, Jordan Peele is set to host and narrate the Twilight Zone reboot on CBS All Access, which is set to premiere sometime in 2019. Kristen Bell has confirmed on Instagram that a Veronica Mars revival is coming to Hulu. It will be eight episodes and air in 2019. We already knew this, didn't we? It was rumored. Rumor. I don't think it was okay. confirmed. All right. Cool. According to Deadline, Carrie Joji Fukunaga has been announced as the new director for James Bond 25, with Daniel Craig in the starring role. Filming will begin March 2019 for a worldwide release date of February 14th. 2020. Bruce Greenwood has been cast in the Shining sequel, Dr. Sleep, in the role of Dr. John. Well, now we're going to have to see that movie. What's new to streaming this week? Netflix has a lot of originals. Battlefish, Hilda, join Hilda as she travels from a wilderness full of elves and giants to Trollberg, a bustling city packed with new friends and mysterious creatures. Napoli Ever After, Violet has it all. The perfect job, the perfect relationship, and the perfect hair. Until she doesn't. What happens when being perfect isn't enough? The good cop. Honest cop Tony Jr. gets advice from his unscrupulous father, retired NYPD officer Tony Sr. about everything from his job to his love life. Quincy. The life and career of legendary music producer Quincy Jones are traced in this biographical documentary directed by his daughter, Rashida Jones. This looks interesting. It does. And this one I've definitely been waiting for. Maniac. It's a limited series. Two strangers find themselves caught up in a mind-bending pharmaceutical trial gone awry, starring Emma Stone and Jonah Hill. That's the, trailers... the first time they've uh, starred together since Superbad, right? Oh, I forgot that they were even together in that, yeah. It looks really interesting. I'm going to check it out. We will. 
on Amazon, This Is Home, A Refugee Story, and My Little Pony. Hulu got B.B. King on the road. On Stars, Salt, Simone, The State of Marriage. So last week we ran a poll. What's your favorite project that Paul Feig was involved in? Oh no, Freaks and Geeks got zero. Mm. What happened there? I don't know. I told you people just haven't seen it because if they had, it would have won. Ghostbusters got 20%, no surprise there. And that means The Office and Bridesmaids tied for the win with 40% each. I'm not happy. Freaks and Geeks. Well, I At least should have gotten both, if not one. I don't know. I guess I forgot to vote in this. Yeah, I didn't vote either. So, Daly's show canceled. <laughs> no, people just haven't seen it. It's not that they don't like it. I think more people have seen it than you think. I think less people have seen it than you think. So, for this week's poll, we're asking which MCU character who hasn't had their own standalone film yet, would you like to see get a limited series on Disney's upcoming streaming service? Loki, Scarlet Witch, Hawkeye, or Korg? Which one are you going to go for? I'd probably go with Scarlet Witch or Hawkeye. Yeah, me too. Hawkeye would mean more Linda Cardellini. Maybe. Yeah, definitely. A good thing. Yeah, I think Hawkeye always gets like short shrift because he's not as strong as the other guys in the Avengers. And like, if he was off on his own, that would actually be more interesting. Yep. Because then he would seem more powerful. And Scarlet Witch is that she's a cool character. I would definitely watch a show with her. I haven't seen that much of her yet. I don't even really know that I wanted Loki show. I think I've had enough Loki, actually. Yeah, I don't think I need any more Loki. And I don't know if Korg needs his own show. No. But I know he's a popular character. Okay. So let us know what you think. Daily Show Pod on Twitter. And we'll discuss the results next week. And that's our show. If you have any feedback, you can email us at feedback at dailyshow.com. Our Facebook page is Daily Show. Our Twitter account is Daily Show Pod. Our website is dailyshow.com. Hope you enjoyed the show and talk to you next time. Daily Show is now over.